0: In consideration of, the other day, as a result of, due to the fact that, why do we use more words when simply using less words will do? I think we just love to talk, and many times when we write, we write like we talk. Let's explore Career Growth Made Easy's Episode 170 today. Using less words means more. I'll explain the phrases I used earlier, how to find and use less words, and some cool tips and tricks to help you write and speak more effectively. Please join me. I'm Craig Ansell, your host. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Can't believe it, but we're rolling into episode 170. That's absolutely amazing. Today's show is another Informative show to help you grow in your job and career focus. Today we're talking about using less words means more. Okay, in the intro, what's the deal, Craig? You kind of spouted out some phrases. I thought maybe I was listening to the wrong show or I don't know, you lost your mind. Well, I talked about some phrases that we might often use but don't always have the necessary punch or value they should. For example, in consideration of. Hmm. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, there's a phrase I like to use, and it's called less is more. The less is more concept, I wish I would could take credit for it, but I've stolen it from others. The less is more concept helps you simply communicate more effectively by using less words, meaning the fewer spoken, the fewer written words, the more value they possess, the quicker you can get to your point, your topic, your subject, your goal in your conversation, your communication, the better. So in consideration of, not only is it three words, but it's a lengthy word in the middle, consideration. Our brains like to conserve energy at all costs. And we can get frustrated, we can get tired, maybe even want to overlook people's emails, lengthy words, lengthy documents. So, in consideration of, what do we do with it? Simply, for, that's it. In consideration of can be replaced those three words with three letters, for, F-O-R. The phrase, the other day, here again, three words. What do we do? It can simply equal recently. Here's a lengthy one. As a result of, or due to the fact that. Hmm, what could you do with that? Believe it or not, one word, because. Here's a cool one. In order to, for the purpose of, guess what? Just to, just to, T-O. Here are some cool ones I looked up on the web, and they're related to time phrases you might have heard or possibly use. At the present time. In advance of. Prior to. Well, prior to could simply be before. At a later date, simply strip it down. Later. This is I thought was cool. At all times. Always. Oh, and here's a great one. In the event that, or in the event of, have you guessed it yet? If. Can you believe it? Just replacing it with if. So, you know, that's the intro to the show, kind of some teasers there. If you want to play it back, I think there's some value there for those phrases that we can learn to um, convert down and make lesser you know, choice of words, rather lesser usage of words. This applies not only to our spoken language, and written, such as in emails, which I want to talk about, and that's part of the reason for today's show. But also, with Career Growth Made Easy, we normally talk about resumes, helping you build, edit, or even completely rewrite your resume if you're going through a career transition. And less is more absolutely applies. So let's talk briefly with resumes about passive statements. What are those? Well, before I get into that, there's a reason why we want to talk about passive statements and trying to avoid them. I've used a phrase before as well, and it's one of those key tools in my kit, and it's WIFM, W-I-I-F-M. I don't know if you remember what it stands for, but it's what's in it for me. And you might say, Craig, don't waste my time. Now, wait a minute. I told you there's some value in today's show and when we use WIFM with regards to career growth made easy, especially resumes and cover letters, we use WIFM from the employer's point of view, meaning when you write your resume, yes, it is about you, of course. We're trying to convey the strongest message, the strongest value proposition to your employer. So you don't want to do that with passive statements. You want your resume to grab the reader's attention as quickly as possible. And using active voice rather than passive voice will engage your reader faster. So remember that with regards to your resume and if you need to write a cover letter. The whole point of today's show, the tool, the phrase that I use frequently, is less is more. Meaning, whether written or spoken, less words can be more effective and impactful. That means we should try to avoid passive sentences. Passive language typically is wordier and more difficult to read. Maybe I'll do an entire show on this in the future with regards to resumes and passive language. Let me know if you're interested. All you have to do is hop on social media. That's at Craig Ansell. C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or you can shoot me an email directly, craig at craig I would love to hear from you. Now, I said earlier that the reason for this show, one of the key reasons, was when I was, when I was creating some uh, emails recently, and I noticed that uh, there were some corrections being suggested by my computer software. I have a spelling or grammar checker on my computer, and I also have one on my phone. You've likely seen these, and they might be making suggestions to you. Sometimes words are highlighted or underlined, or maybe the font has a different color. It might be suggesting different grammar, a different spelling, or heck, you actually just got the spelling wrong. You used the wrong word in the wrong place. The key to all these situations is to be aware of these mistakes and note these suggestions so that you can recognize them, start catching them on your own. For my home PC, I've been using Grammarly. You probably know about it or heard of it. And it's a software tool that helps check both spelling and grammar. It helps the more you create content because the more you do, the more Grammarly is going to Process your information and through repetition, you can train your brain. But it really all depends on how much time you spend creating content. And then, for my work, recently it appears my Outlook software was updated. I didn't know it happened, but all of a sudden I started having a feeling that there was sug- the software is making more and more suggestions, especially in the body text of my emails. So, this show, yes, it can be about. The spoken word, but it absolutely can be about the written word as well. And it's about being concise and focused. I had a recent show that did something similar on this topic, and it was episode 163, and it was called Talking Without Saying Anything. The difference between talking to talk versus talking using less words. If you do the latter, it's more thoughtful communication. The goal is to stay laser focused, avoiding lengthy sentences, avoiding wordy phrases, and simply cutting down on confusion. What are we doing here? Simply trying to get our point across as quickly as possible. To get your message out with email, for example, you've got to get it out of your head. you got to get your message and words out of your head and onto paper, so to speak. Did you see what I did there? The so-to-speak. I didn't need to use three words, so-to-speak, when they could be replaced by one simple word, figuratively. Sometimes cutting down on words can be difficult, even when you're talking about it and attempting to coach on this podcast. But remember, the hardest part is always the creative process. The easy part is usually the editing. I like to make a reference to movies and songs at times, and today's show is no exception. I referenced the late Sean Connery's character in Finding Forrester. During the movie, he mentioned book editors, and he basically said they take something that they couldn't create in a lifetime and tear it down in just a few hours. The point behind the message, in this movie, he was an author of many books, some were famous books, and editors could simply take his efforts over months and years and tear them down in just a few hours to reduce the number of pages, reduce the number of words, or even challenge what he's written. So remember, when you're trying to follow along with this episode or any other coaching or training media, the difficulty lies, the challenge lies in the creation process. Once you get the words out, from your head, either onto physical paper or onto your computer screen, whether you're writing a document, a report, or an email. That's the hard part. It's easier to go back and edit once you have something to work with. Now, how do I know this for certain? In an earlier show I did, I talked about a significant redline event that happened to me, and when I mean redline, this was when I asked a coworker of mine, Paul, to take a look at one of my emails I was preparing to release to a large team, including management and upper management, for an upcoming presentation we were doing. Paul took my email, which was three, what I thought, well-constructed paragraphs, which spanned a little over one and a half pages, And he cut my language down. He cut my words down. Let me tell you, the red ink was flowing. It was like a battlefield. Every paragraph got reduced to, guess what? Nearly one sentence. Eek. What happened? I had one key point in each paragraph, and I filled each key point or each key sentence with a lot of filler information that simply wasn't necessary. Now, I'm not suggesting this is happening to you, or if you have a peer colleague or fellow manager look at your work, they're going to perform the same amount of critical editing. But I've been through it, so I know what it feels like, and I'm glad to share this episode with you just to get you thinking about using less words to mean more. Also, as another movie reference, Ocean's Eleven. I hope that you've seen it. It's an incredible movie about a heist of a casino vault. And in this movie, one of the main characters was Brad Pitt. He's giving another team member advice on how to communicate to the hotel chain president. You know, the higher up you go in management, the less time people have, and they have a short focus span because they've got to move on. They're responsible for a lot of things and have a lot of people to report to and hear reports from. The quote, I would say, pretty much sums up what we're doing today. And Brad Pitt's character said, don't use seven words when four will do. The resounding message, be clear, be concise get to your point as quickly as possible. My daughter Piper loves the show The Office, and when I was preparing for this show, she suggested the following quote from Kevin Malone. Why waste time say lot word when few word do trick? It's all about limiting our words and brevity. The brevity part means say what you have to say, then stop. All too often, we might catch ourselves rambling on. I don't know about you, but have you ever been really focused, really intentional about sharing something important with someone, but by the time you were done, you didn't remember what you either wanted to say, or you weren't even sure if you got your key point across? It might make you laugh, maybe even smile a little bit. I'll tell you, I've been there, and it sure is frustrating. I think this is another reason why we need to remember that we were given two ears and one mouth. Listen twice as much as we speak. I hope today's show helped you think about the way you communicate, both in writing and verbally. If at all possible, think about using less words because it will mean more. You might find out that your lengthy emails go from pages to paragraphs. Then, as you grow with your knowledge, understanding, and experience, paragraphs turn into sentences. I wish you the best luck at communicating more effectively in the future. I greatly appreciate you being a listener of my show, Career Growth Made Easy, and listening and closing out Episode 170 with me, your host, Craig Ansell. Using less words means more. Please, if you liked our show, leave some comments on social media. Also, you can can like us as well as leave comments on any of the podcast players out there. We do like Apple Podcasts. We're trying to get to 100 reviews, and we'd appreciate your help doing so. And please share the word with others if you found value in the show. We're always looking to find out what audience members are struggling with or would like to learn more about. And we might be able to pick an episode that matches your interests or your questions. So please shoot some notes to us and we're happy to hear. Don't forget, at Craig Ansell, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and email directly to me, Craig at craigansell.com. We will talk to you next week. God bless.